Good morning, Com Church. Wonderful to be here again speaking. And as you can see, I'm bright, brightened up in this wonderful shirt inspired by Nathan Kavira. So Nathan, this one's for you. But let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your great, great and abundant goodness. I pray, my God and my King, that the words that we speak and share today will touch the hearts of men throughout, throughout, Lord Father, wherever we may be in our homes, young children, adults, my God, men and women. Father, I pray your peace and your understanding from these words. Let us understand and be able to walk in your goodness. In your mighty name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Today we're reading from Titus chapter 3, verse 8. We'll be looking at three Titus verses 3 through verse 8. But for now, let's just speak on and read verse 8. And I read from the King James Version. This is a faithful saying. And these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Amen. I was uh, been praying. We've been praying with Exodus chapter thirty-three. And in Exodus chapter 33, where Moses says to God that he wants to see God's glory. And in verse 18, he says, I want to see your glory, Lord. And in verse 19, God responds and says, do you know what? I'm going to make my goodness pass before you. Moses asks to see God's glory, but he says, I'm going to make my goodness pass before you. That's where we get the same, the verse where it says below that, I will have mercy upon those who I will show mercy and be gracious upon those I will be gracious. But the point being, he says, I'm going to make my goodness pass before you. So it got me thinking about this goodness. And as I began to study and study, I came across some surprising things. One of the things I saw in, in Bible commentary from the... Welsh minister and Bible commentator, Matthew Henry, he said that God's goodness is his glory and he will have us to know him by the glory of his mercy more than the glory of his majesty. God's goodness is his glory and he will have us know him by the glory of his mercy more than the glory of his majesty, Matthew Henry. But what I found was that Even though the Lord says his goodness will pass before you, which is true, in Psalms, which we'll look at a bit bit later, Psalm 23, we see another kind of goodness that is actually following us. Now, the the word there in Psalm 23, verse 6, it says that surely goodness and mercy shall follow you. But the word there is called radaf, and it means to actually, if you will, persecute you or chase you down with glory. Now, Moses, when it came to the time for the Lord to go before Moses to show him his, 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 his goodness. The Bible says in chapter 34 of Exodus, verse 6, it says, And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and in truth. So goodness doesn't just come with, by itself. It comes with other things. But let's center on the goodness of God at the moment. 
given what was said in, in, in Exodus chapter 33, verse 18, I will make my goodness go ahead of you. And given what is said in Psalm 23, verse 6, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you or persecute you or chase you down. It got me thinking as I meditated that, hold on a second, the goodness of God goes before us. And the goodness of God is chasing us. So not only does it go before us, but he's behind us as well, if you will, overtaking us, and if you will, surrounding us. And I remembered something in the New Testament that was said to Jesus. The word was good teacher. I think it's found in, throughout the Gospels in Matthew and Mark and Luke. But let's look at Matthew 19 verse 17. Jesus opening the minds, as he did, of people, he asked, asked a question, a rhetorical question, if you will, when he was, he, was, he, was, he was titled as good teacher. And his response was, why are you calling me good? There is no one good but one, that is God. But if you will enter into life, keep the commandments. So he was basically telling the person asked, giving, giving him that title of good teacher, that there's only one person who is good. There's only one who is good, and that person is God. So actually, even though you are calling me good, you are being prophetic in your own way. But the truth is, is there's only one who is good. We had um, Pastor Scott speaking on love the other, the other day, and as one of the characteristics of what God is, that God is love. But then we understand that God is good. And whatever he does is good. In fact, when he made man, he said, and made the earth, he said, he saw that everything he made was good. What he made was good. And Jesus here is saying to the person asking the question, how will I live? What should I do? And he called him good teacher. And Jesus responds, but there's only one who is good, and that is God. Now, Jesus said that we should learn from him. And if God is good, then surely good is what we are supposed to be. If we are overtaken by goodness, if goodness goes ahead of us, if goodness is following us, if we are surrounded by goodness, then we have no excuse but to be good, just as Jesus is. But what then actually is this goodness? Let's take a look at John chapter 10, verse 32. Jesus answered them and said, Many good works I have shown you from my Father. For which of those good works do you stone me? Many are the good works I have shown you from my Father. So God, in Jesus saying from my Father, God is good. And he showed, Jesus showed good works from his father. Now, for those good works, unfortunately, the people of the time wanted to stone him. But nevertheless, good is what Jesus went and did. Good is what Jesus could be found doing, only good. God called all, the, all that he made that is good. You and I, he called it as good. But unfortunately, there was a situation where we stepped away from God, where man stepped away from God. But we have an example now in Jesus Christ to show us what good is and to walk in that goodness 
and to be empowered to do that good. Jesus, in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. In fact, Luke chapter 6, verse 27 to 28 says, But I say unto you which hear, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you, bless them that curse you. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 10, it says, And we have therefore opportunity, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. We are called to do good works. In Titus chapter 2, verse 14, it says, Who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Who gave us himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify, unt us, purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of, God, of good works. So we know that God made man. God made everything and saw that it was good. We stepped away in the person of Adam and Eve. But God made provision. In fact, the Bible says that Jesus Christ was hung upon a tree. But the, the, he wiped away every curse that was upon us. So that he can bring us to himself. You know, we are looking forward to the coming of Jesus. One would hope that everyone is looking forward to the coming of Jesus. But he says he's only coming for a church, essentially, that is good. In fact, the word says, one that is without blemish or spot. And we are being made thus as it unfolds. But we are called to stand in a position of goodness. We are called to do good to all men. And we can only do that if we're surrounded by goodness. We can only do that if God goes ahead of us. We can only do that if God is following us in goodness. But that is only going to be found when we are standing in the midst of goodness. When we are standing in Christ Jesus. Because he is the person that brings us back to God Almighty, the Father, who is good. In fact, let us look at Titus chapter 3 again and read from verse 3 to, through to 8. So Titus was a, a, a Gentile who was converted and walked with Paul. And Paul wrote this letter to Titus explaining to him that Despite the persecution that he's been found, just like the persecution that Jesus uh, found and was going to be stoned for, for doing good, that Titus should remain where he was and preach the word of God in all truthfulness. Stand in what he was, in sound doctrine and teach that. And drawing to a conclusion in chapter 3, from verse 3, Paul says to him, for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish and disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost 
which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. I'll read the verse 8 again. This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Amen. Maintaining good works that are good and profitable unto men. These can be found in, in Jesus. In fact, Jesus said, learn from me. Now, I'd like to end with uh, something I've been reading about in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. So 2 Timothy, Timothy chapter 2, verse 9, I believe it is. And it speaks of purpose and grace. Now, our purpose is found in Christ Jesus, according to that word, before the world began. According to the will of God the Father, given to us in, by Christ Jesus before the world began. And that purpose overall can be found. And that grace, grace for that purpose is to do good works. I leave you with that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that God will empower you to do good works according to that which Christ himself did. The train tracks that we have in Comchurch of compassion and commission, those good works, maintaining those good works, which are good and profitable to us all in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So God bless you and thank you. Amen.